We've got our community story segment here. Today we've got somebody from the Mankato Area Public Schools. And of course, Allison Trolldahl. She is the community engagement coordinator here with the school district. And then also we've got Sam Shermers. She is the program coordinator with ACES. Good morning, ladies. Good, Good morning, morning, Karen. All right, Sam, what is ACES? A-C-E-S, all caps. Yep. It is ACES. It doesn't stand for, uh, oh, it does it's not it? an acronym. Oh, I thought no, it was like act- activities for children <laughs> and <laughs> engaging in school. Common misperception. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Well, so I thought just ACES. Okay, just ACES. What is it? Uh, so ACES is a school-age care program through Mankato Area Public Schools and Community Education. We provide child care options for elementary students, so uh, kindergarten through fifth grade. Does that happen at the school or different places? It's a great question. So during the school year uh, when school is in session we are housed at every elementary school across our district okay Um, so locations in Mankato North Mankato and Eagle Lake Um, and then during the summer we are not operating at all 10 schools but we condense down to fewer so looking ahead to the summer we'll be at two of our elementary schools here in town what happens during this ACES? It's after school, so a lot of parents might still work till five or six or whatever. So you gives them an opportunity to have the kids in a safe space, I assume. Yep, yep. So again, during that school year, we do before and after school care. Uh, and then when school is not in session, so scheduled non-school days and over breaks, we are open again at fewer sites, providing that full day care option for our working families. And then again in that summer, uh, providing that full day care for for our community. But is it happening in the classroom, on the gym, or where where are these kids at? Yeah, during the school year, our spaces look a little bit different than in the summer. During the school year, we use some uh, community spaces within the building. So you'll see us in the gyms, media centers, art rooms, that sort of thing. Um, During the summer, because our program is a little bit bigger, uh, we will expand our programming and have into some of the classroom spaces as well. How many kids actually get involved with this? Um, uh, You know, it varies. Pre-pandemic, our, our numbers looked a little bit different than they do now. Um, and so pre-pandemic, it would be common for us to see anywhere between 800 and 1,000 students every day. Right now, we're sitting uh, right around that five to 600 uh, st- uh level of, okay. of kids. And you mentioned it's like, a, it's like child care, mm-hmm. but it's in this this formal setting you know a lot of people might have their kids in a child care at a home setting in our case we did it here at minnesota state universities in their children's house etc so is there a charge for this is it a service provided by the school or how does that look yep so we are a fee-for-service program um so families do pay a fee to be a part of our our program um and we do uh we're certified centers through the department of human services uh which means we can tap into uh ccap programs through uh the counties so families that are eligible for that county assistance oh, okay. program, um, we do accept uh, that as a form of payment as well. So, All right. so it gives more people the, yeah. the uh, opportunity. Now, did you say just kindergarten, so preschool is not a part of this? Uh, not right now, but looking ahead to oh. fall, we will be expanding our programming to uh, the Center for Learning building. So we'll be serving four, year, four to five-year-olds in that building. Okay, because I know they have that new center on... What what street is the you know map the new drive the yeah map yep. the map drive with the yep. new the all the preschool stuff that's expanding there yes. will that be part of that whole program yes ASS is excited to be expanding into that building okay so what happens what do the kids do. At ACES. I mean, I know a gal, I mentioned Britta Peterson, who uh, goes to my church. She's been 
a part of Aces for a long time, and she was a, she was our also our kids nanny when uh, they were real young, and she was really great, provided structured activities and things for them. So what what happens? Yeah, so we do a variety of different things, um, and looking ahead to the summer because that's kind of where our where our minds are right now. Mm-hmm. Um, we we like to provide our students and our staff the opportunity to experience lots of different things that maybe they wouldn't. Um, have the opportunity to participate in if it weren't a part of ACES. So we do a lot of on-site activities. We bring in a lot of community partners. Um, We do activities, you know, under a wide range of different, you know, categories. So we do art and STEM, um, group games, uh, you know, quiet time, homework and reading, we kind of do a variety of different things um, that support that overall development of our elementary age students. And then in addition to all of that on-site stuff, uh, we also like to provide our students the opportunity to get off-site. And so uh, usually once or twice a week during the summer, they will get onto a bus and they will go to a a community area. Field um, trip. Field trips. (laughs) Yes, that's a huge part of our program. Okay. Um, And so we'll do a lot of things here within our main Cato community, but we'll go uh, to other communities as well. So we'll go to, you know, the Owatonna, you know, water park and oh. we'll go as far as the metro area for some things and rochester area and so is we that extra cost to parents then or no that is all oh. included in the daily fee of our program. Okay and are the folks that you have teaching or I guess coordinate or overseeing these things are they certified are they you know what what sort of process is that to make sure your kids are safe and that they're getting a good I guess experience yeah so health and safety is a big uh, category of uh, of consideration for our program that's something that we take very seriously Um, we have right around usually 150 to 175 staff uh, with us at any given point during the year and and the vast majority of them are high school and college age. Um, and so we we provide a lot of uh, training opportunities, uh, both before they start working with kids and then on an ongoing uh, basis for those staff. And uh, we cover you know, health and safety topics. We cover child development. Um, all of our staff get paid to go through CPR and first aid. Um, so lots of different uh, opportunities for our staff to get some of that PD both before they start working and ongoing. And I assume there's background checks and all that sort of thing. Correct. Yep. All right. And you uh, wanted to come on today to talk about recruiting staff, especially for your summer program. So let's talk a little bit about that because, well, you know, I'm not a teacher. Let's say I'm retired, but I'm not a teacher. I don't have any degree. Could I do it? Yes. Um, So we have positions uh, available for anyone that's 16 years of age or older. Um, Lots of, we have a couple of different positions that we'll be looking to hire for summer. Um, But our child care assistant position, which is our most popular position, um, doesn't have a ton of onboarding requirements other than you need to be 16 um, and you have to pass a background check. Other than that, we provide all of the training that's necessary to do that job. So could international students do that or do they have to have a special visa or something? I'm I, th- just I think <laughs> as long as they have the right permissions to work off of campus, um, I believe that's something that we can work with. I was just thinking because I know a lot of them that yeah. are around in the summer and stuff and that sort of thing. But I imagine you have retired folks who maybe could fill that job as well. Absolutely. 
How many hours? How often is it? Can you choose how often you want to be or is it pretty set? That's a great question. Um, so our program operates 6.30 a.m. to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday and we have a variety of different shift options within that. I would say the majority of our staff over the summer work between 15 and 40 hours a week. Um, we, uh, Because the, the largest population of our staff are students, uh, we get very creative in being very flexible with schedules and so we can work around classes, sports, camps, um, family engagements, all of those sorts of things. So, Are these paid positions? Yes, they are. Okay, so so you get paid and, and you can do it just the summer and then can they continue on or are they done after summer or, how, you know, what's the longevity or? Absolutely. That's another flexible thing about our employment. Um, you can work just summer, you can work just school year, or you can work a combination of both. So again, we, we get pretty flexible uh, with schedules that way. What might I do as an ACE, ACEs, I guess, what do you call them, worker or? Yep, child care assistant. Child care yep. assistant, yeah. What would I do? So uh, we have uh, groups of usually about 20 to 30 students at a time, and usually there are two or three staff within that group. And so the staff that are in that group really work as a team to lead their group through various activities that are provided. Um, so those are the art activities, the group games in the gym, outside play. Um, and then they're also leading uh, usually smaller groups when we are offsite on field trips. Um, and so really a, a team oriented environment. Um, you might be leading an activity, you know, one rotation and then the next rotation, you might be supporting another staff person that's leading um, or, you know, help supporting students, redirecting students, administering first aid, all of those sorts of things. And so Sam, wouldn't you, wouldn't you think that this would be a great way for some of these um, younger students to build their resumes as well? Yes. ACES is a great resume builder. Um, great way to build connections uh, in a public school setting, um, not just with staff, but with the students, their families, other school district personnel. Um, and so it's a really great way to build resume and build community network. Now, you mentioned you could be 16 to do this? Correct. So how does that work? You know, a 16-year-old, so, I mean, yeah, I think you'd have to be kind of a mature and responsible 16-year-old. <laughs> Uh, yes. Um, again, you know, we provide a lot of that that training and ongoing support. Um, so it's a it's a fairly easy position to really step into as long as you're passionate about working with youth. I think that's the number one quality we look for. Um, you got to like working with kids. Okay. I mean, that, that's yeah. that would be a, an important quality. I was just thinking yes. of my son. He'd be like, no, no way. <laughs> I'd rather work with a snake because you know, he loves his reptiles. All right. So do the lead people have to have any qualifications that, you know, if they're doing, I assume, some sort of a curriculum or is it just sort of do whatever or is there some sort of thing they follow to, you know, learn a certain amount of things or? Yeah. So um, in the summer, our, our leadership dynamic looks a little bit different than it does during the school year. So we have a team of site leads that will oversee summer programming and they really work together to, you know, put together these fun activities and make sure that, you know, their students and staff are safe and um, we're utilizing spaces in the building and, and coordinating field trips and all of that. Um, you know, past experience working with kids um, is definite must. Uh, we do take into consideration if they have um, school coursework that is uh, applicable to the position. And so we look at a variety of different things when um, finding those folks to fill I, those I positions. I guess what I'm, I'm asking too is if I was to do this, I would want some sort of 
I guess, program to follow, so I wouldn't be expected to make up stuff and for the whole summer. So yeah. is there some direction that these people, if you, you work for this, that you're not just all of a sudden like, well, hey, kids, let's, uh, let's make uh, whatever. Right. Um, all of our activities are pre-planned. Ah, uh, they're all set out. There's directions. It, it makes it very easy to follow along, you know, how to present an activity, what to talk about when you're doing the activity, how you support kids. That might look different for a group of kindergartners than it does for a group of fifth graders. Um, so there's definitely provided activities, but there's also an opportunity for staff to give some input. You know, if we have staff that have a passion area around STEM or robotics or engineering or art, um, there's opportunity for us to tap into that and for our staff to bring that to our students. So we, we get a little creative with some of those sorts of things, too. Well, how does one go about applying to be an ACES, say the title? Child Care Child Assistant. Care <laughs> assistant. Uh, I assume, are you taking applicants now before summer? When does it start? Yes. So our summer program will start in June. Okay. Um, we'll start uh, onboarding our folks in early June to get some of those training requirements in before summer programming starts. Uh, but summer positions are posted right now, um, and interviews will happen on a rolling basis um, until positions are filled. And so uh, those applications can be found on our uh, district website at isd77.org. Or um, we can make it really easy and they can shoot an email to aces at isd77.org and we can send them the direct link to the positions. Very good. And what about parents who may think that maybe this having their kids in aces over the summer is a good idea? Who Who is it for really in terms of who should use it and, and why? Yep. I think anybody who is wanting to tap into a, a great child care option um, in our community, we do have two convenient locations this year. We'll be at Washington and Franklin. Um, so great for working family is great for families looking for that social connection for their child um, and so registration actually opened this morning for okay. summer red, uh, summer programming and so if anybody is interested in enrolling their children um, again that same email aces at isd77.org is a great way to initiate that contact does that ever fill up should you you know make sure you get your your uh, request in early Yes, we do fill. Oh. Um, I will anticipate that we'll fill and we'll have a waiting list pretty early. All right. So if you have a child <laughs> out there in the elementary school, do you want to do that? Does it have to be like a full time or is it? do they have different options for people in the summer? Yep. We have full time contracts. So four or five days a week and then whatever four or five four days a week that you pick, it repeats itself for the course of our 10-week summer program. Okay, so check that out on the Mankato Area Public Schools site. Thank you. We've been chatting with Sam Shermers about that. She is the ACES Program Coordinator. If you're interested in either working as a child care assistant or you want to get your child enrolled in the ACES Program, there's your chance. And I've got Allison Trolldahl here. She is the Engagement Coordinator with the Mankato Area Public Schools. And she says there's tours going on, something with tours with the Mankato Area Public Schools. What's that all about, Allison? Yeah, we have something really exciting going on, Karen. Um, Lincoln is 100 years old, and we are celebrating that. Now, what is Lincoln, for those who have never heard of it? So it's it's the Lincoln Community Center. Um, it's located at 110 Fulton Street. And Lincoln contains our third high school, our um Central High School, our community ed offices, and our adult basic education programming is all within Lincoln. And over the last 100 years, Lincoln has been used for a lot of different things. Um, but we are marking our 100-year anniversary with tours. They happen to be today okay. from 2 to 4. Um, these are self-guided tours, but staff will be available throughout the building if you have questions, want to ask specifically about a classroom or things of that nature. Well, is Lincoln the original school in Mankato, or what's the significance of it? 
Oh, boy. I know it goes all the way back to the Betsy Tacey books with the Pleasant View School that they talk about was actually the original Lincoln building. Um, if it was the first school in Mankato, I'm not quite clear on that. They're looking at me like, I don't know. Well, I'll be honest <laughs> with you. We know this information, and there's people in our building who, <laughs> are, who are our historians and know right. all the answers to these questions. That's why today would be a great day to find for out. you to come, come down and find some of these amazing things out that have gone through Lincoln over the last 100 years. So you mentioned it's 100 years old. Is it pretty much the original building, how it looked when it was first there do you know yeah um they have done some additions um mm-hmm. and the tours do talk about that um like i said within the betsy tacy books they talk about the old pleasant view school that was taken down at one point and wow. the existing lincoln building has actually been there for the last 100 years and there's been a couple additions if you come for the tours you'll be able to figure out what those additions are okay very good well good so if people have some time today from two to four they can go to the lincoln community center they just go in the entrance and somebody will greet them or yep Yep. come and go as you please between two and four p.m well that's great so a couple different things we're talking about aces we're talking about the lincoln community center tours today is it just today today only we're actually ha- uh, hosting them on all of the early release days for Mankato Area Public Schools. Okay. So the next one would actually be, I believe, on uh, the f- second Wednesday of the month in April. Okay, good to know. Well, I want to thank both of you. We've been chatting with Allison Troldahl and Sam Shermers with the Mankato Area Public Schools. Anything else we haven't covered that you'd like to talk about, ladies? No, I think we covered it. Thanks for having us today. Yeah, really. I hope you get some good applicants for your your summer program, and we appreciate you coming in.